Hello there. It's time for most things Kenobi. Shouldn't it be all things Kenobi? Hmm. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Leanne. And I'm your host, Lauren. And this week, oh, this week. <laughs> it's your episode, girl. <laughs> this is a spiritual moment for all of us, but most of all for me. And I just rewatched the scene we're about to talk about. We are dedicating this entire episode to one scene from Rogue One. The one scene from Rogue One, and that is the <laughs> Vader hallway massacre scene. <laughs> Some of the greatest minutes in cinematic history. Uh, prove me wrong. <laughs> Seriously. It's so, it's it, so good. That scene is one of my top scenes ever in all of Star Wars. It is so effective and so much fun. Yes. And it's scary as hell. Yes. <laughs> it holds true to the character as we know. And it evokes such horrific fear i remember seeing it for the first time in the theater opening night with my friends who understand my love for star wars but i don't think they realized until that night like how deep it was you know they're kind of newish friends but not you know not forever friends who get it right yeah and when i started bawling the minute like the lightsaber ignites and illuminates the figure, the silhouette of Vader himself. I started, right? I felt the burning in my eyes. And then the absolute, I mean, I don't even know the proper word for how he just completely annihilates everyone in that hallway and traps them and cuts them in half. And those rebel, <laughs> the rebel crewmates are like frantic they did such a good job and i just started bawling and and that's when my friend looked over and was like oh i just are you is this normal and i said it's normal just like give me a minute because we never really had a vader scene like that not in no cinema i mean we know vader's badass for all these like implied reasons right right then we got to know anakin more in the clone wars television show which built some depth but this scene just like you said effective yeah i would say the closest is his duel with luke at empire strikes back like the second half of the the duel yeah he's just swiping at him yeah. smashing the wall and it's like you can tell his emotions are up as well and that's when it's kind of like it's not even careful anymore he's just like trying to cut luke in half no, and he's just whipping that saber around and going for it going for the full anger <laughs> the full anger moment and but he's it, off the chain <laughs> in in the hallway scene before we get too into it i gotta control myself on this episode because i will go too far <laughs> in many ways but he's controlled and just effective at uh, yeah. just just he knows that there's no threat here. No, there isn't. He's, <laughs> He's almost going to deal with this. Yeah, shit. <laughs> it's almost like just another day for him. Mm hmm. And they all have blasters. Doesn't matter. That moment with the blasters where he rips them all out of their hands. Yes. That to me, I had been waiting like 
I just have always felt like, why don't Jedi just disarm people? Yeah. You know, like, why don't they just yeah. pull the weapons out of their hands? Or, like, apparently you can turn people's lightsabers off, like, with the Force. So why don't why don't they just that do would, that to each other? That would be effective. <laughs> it's not fun. It's not interesting. But, no. like, you could. So when he does that, he, like, reaches out and just pulls all of the blasters away from everybody. And they're just like, oh, fuck. That was one of my favorite parts. Because, finally... <laughs> <laughs> it takes a Sith Lord. <laughs> right. Right. And he is in full Sith Lord mode. And interestingly enough, you mentioned how he pulls the blasters all at once, right? And that's a move straight out Empire Strikes Back. I mean, he pulls Han's blaster right out of his hand at, yeah. the, at the dinner table scene, if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Gareth Edwards <laughs> actually was quoted saying that they didn't recreate or give Vader anything new. Everything he does in that scene is stuff we've seen him do or like Lucas had said he's done or it was implied somewhere, you know, stuff like that. They didn't mm-hmm. reinvent the wheel. They just took a character who's known for what he did in that scene and, and let him do it. Yeah. And it was, it was so awesome. gratifying. Oh my God. I felt the fear that those rebel, especially the last crew, yes. the crew member who was like pounding on the door, let us out, help us. Like, yeah. that's the kind of fear you feel when Vader is anywhere near you. Honestly, like my blood pressure goes up just even thinking about it because it was paced. So per- it was like perfect pacing. It was perfect editing. And really good acting. So, like, especially that last guy who gets the the card and goes, like, stumbling into the room and yeah. grabs the the lever and screams launch. Like, by then, I'm my heart is pounding. And I've seen it a hundred times, and it still does it to me every time. And it's because it's so well edited. I have chills as you're talking about it. I'm not <laughs> joking. The heat's on in here. I'm wearing a long sleeve. And it's chills from... What you just said, the frantic nature that they feel, because really what they're doing is trying to get those damn Death Star plants to Leia and get them out of there because Vader wants them. That's it. Like, that's what catapults the entire original trilogy. So as a standalone movie, you and I have said Rogue One is the best. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's excellent. And it's not just for this scene. We love this scene. Enough to talk about it for 30 whole minutes. But it it wouldn't have... It, it was supported by such a well-made film anyway. Well, what you said about Gareth Edwards, that it was an homage. Yes. Right? It was like all the things that you love out of the original trilogy, he's just elevating it a bit with newer technology. But So, like, it's cinematically a little bit more believable i guess i don't even know if you would say that like there's better special effects we'll put it that way yeah because like you know in original star wars they'd like shake the camera and like throw water across which you know what that's great too it is kudos to those filmmakers because they made that you know yeah i mean what is it uh is it like need is the root of invention or something like that where like yes you create things when there is no solution. You create the solution. And that's what old-fashioned, old quote-unquote, filmmaking was. Now we can just add stuff in digitally. But back then, you'd have to be so creative. And I loved that Gareth Edwards 
paid that homage to the original trilogy. And it really shows like the entire movie really just feels like an extension of the original Star Wars that we grew up loving. Well, it had to seamlessly, literally seamlessly blend into the very beginning of A New Hope, which Vader and his stormtroopers walk through the blown out door that the, the plans had just been rushed through. Right. And Leia and the others escape. And Vader, you know, with the cape whooshing in the background. <laughs> Don't you love that last His shot Beyonce of him moment. standing? Yes. He has a fan. Yes. The, the fan. The fan that Beyonce always like, has. Yes. A wall of little spotlights all yeah. behind him. Like, <laughs> I do love it, though, because you know how pissed he is. You know the deep-seated, seething rage that he has that... He somehow flawlessly mauled down all of these people and still, they still got away. They one-upped him. And he's standing Mm -hmm. there watching that carrier, you know, fly away. Yeah. And he's just, you know, somewhere in there, Anakin's going, these goddamn motherfuckers are going to pay, you know? Well, I felt fear for the first time ever around Vader watching that. That scene was the first time I ever felt, like, really afraid of him. Before he was like fascinating he's the like scary villain but i was never like i didn't ever feel fear this scene changes all that like you said it shows him in his ultimate (laughs) you know his scariest controlled rage where yeah no regard for any anybody in that hallway zero regard that guy who gets like forced pushed up under the ceiling and then he just cuts him in (laughs) when i when I saw that for the first time, I was so happy. I could have jumped up in that theater and just said, thank you. Because that is everything I've ever wanted to see from Vader. That yeah. ruthlessness that he cut someone in half while he held him on the ceiling. I mean. <laughs> well, and then the like, the way he like kind of like hacks through the people you never see that ever in you know what that's effective this is effective character directing um whatever you want to call it because vader can't lift his arms up because of that suit yeah Uh, the the shoulder metal the the you Mm -hmm. know the shoulder placket thing he wears Mm -hmm. and the fact that he has metal for arms he's stuck to swinging kind of at his waist Right. And so they kept him doing that, but they did it in such a way that it was, it made it even more ruthless that he's literally just blowing down everyone in his path. It's so good. I'm lightheaded (laughs) because I'm not breathing (laughs) as I talk about this. (laughs) It is one of the finest pieces of film. I'll stop. (laughs) I really like it. It's so good. It's so good. So let's talk about the method in which they did it, because I am fascinated by how it... Well, first of all, for those who don't know, and I think most of you do, this scene wasn't even going to be included in Rogue One. I didn't know that. You didn't? No. Oh, my goodness. It wasn't even meant. And Gareth Edwards took a look at the edited film parts that they had and said, you know what? Vader isn't badass enough. We got to do... Something, shoot something that really displays him 
at his prime, right? So was Vader in the film, the, yes. like the original cut? Because yeah. I know that I know this movie went through like iterations. Because mm-hmm. remember, there was like all this footage that was released in a trailer that then wasn't yes. in the movie. Yeah, and there's footage of Saw Gerrera having like two different looks, like totally different appearances that they reshot all of his stuff. Yeah. For the better, like, all the changes, I think mm-hmm. it came out as, like, a beautiful finished product. But I always wondered if Vader was always intended to be in the movie or yes, if they added this, him later. not this scene. It, he just wanted something that was scary, like, Vader scary. Mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah, mission accomplished. <laughs> he brought the idea to Kathleen Kennedy. She gave it the stamp of approval, and they shot it in three days. Wow. And a lot of it was light manipulation because they had them all in a, in a hallway, you know, and his entrance, his grand entrance. Oh, that's so good. This bastard <laughs> loves a good entrance. These Skywalkers, <laughs> their whole life revolves around impactful entrances. I don't, I don't care. Luke, <laughs> Vader, Leia, they all, all of them. So... They illuminate the lightsaber, and Gareth Edwards actually had an, an actual lightsaber light up. It wasn't bright mm-hmm. enough, so he, you know, they, they kind of added to it and then smoked mm-hmm. up behind Vader so that it would illuminate his silhouette. And nice. so that was like how they, so they actually had a, a, a lightsaber, I don't know, a toy, a, a, a makeshift. Mm-hmm. Where is that prop now? I want to know because I will buy it. <laughs> It's probably in a dumpster somewhere. Or Gareth Edwards' basement, because that's what I would do with it if I was the director. Yeah. Or the guy who was in the Vader suit gets to take it home. Exactly. And what he did was, the way he went into the scene, and this is Gareth Edwards saying this, is that he wanted visual milestones. So he pieced together all the things he wanted to see and then made them like blended them together. So they used the old filming styles that are used in the original trilogy and used it with the scenes like showing the rebels and then showing Vader and then longer scenes mixed with tight ones that, you know, make your heart race and, you know, and then, uh, boom, mm-hmm. the end. It's so good. Oh, it's That's so, so interesting. So great. Shows such like, even, even though I guess you, it wasn't planned. I was going to say it shows forethought, but like, Obviously, it was kind of thrown in at the last minute, but it shows a really deep understanding mm-hmm. of, like, first of all, cinematography and cinematic, like, effective editing. God bless this crew of people. 100%. And not to um, discount Gareth Edwards' editor. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Jabe? Jabez? Jabez mm-hmm. Olson? Apologies know. if I'm mispronouncing it. But when they were cutting the film, Olsen said, Vader needs to be more badass. And Gareth Edwards said, say, say no more. So it was, <laughs> nice. they were cutting it, doing it, and said, something's missing. We need yeah. more Vader. And Olsen said, he suggested that Vader just wasn't badass enough. So. It's, not to like go on a negative tangent, but. The editors are so important and oh. they're like un- undervalued totally. by, I think, mostly by, I would say, the consumer, mm-hmm. right? And a really good example to me is how e- the editing is in the TV shows, like the Star Wars shows. 
it's you can tell they're like not cinema level like full-blown filmmaking editors doing it and it's not like it's bad but some of it is not great it's a different level (laughs) it's a different it is level of expectation i think yeah for sure and i'm sure budget has a lot to do with it true um and the way stuff is filmed can make it difficult to edit it together but there are certain like just there are certain movies and i would say empire strikes back and Rogue One are both beautifully edited. And you know that because on a subconscious level, you're having like physical responses to what you're seeing Mm -hmm. on screen, like blood pressure rising, for Mm -hmm. example, or like you're always nervous every time you watch it, even though you've seen it over and over. And that's how you know it's like really perfectly edited. Regarding the camera shots and how they edited it and how they decided to do it, Edwards wanted them all in a hallway because that's just fear-inducing right there. I mean, claustrophobia. And the doors Mm -hmm. just close on either end. They have nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. And it's the the door just barely wedges enough to get that card, the disc, uh, with the plans through. And he says, quote, We tried to do a mixture of the very classical, very considered camera moves, you know, that you saw in the original trilogy. And then sort of more frenetic, handheld, sort of embedded photography in the sequence. I really like the way it sort of intercuts both styles. And I think that contrast is what keeps it energetic. And energetic is an understatement, Gareth. (laughs) (laughs) Energetic meaning blood pressure rising. Ooh, so good. I mean, we we know that they get the, the plans to Leo, we know. Yeah. We've seen A New Hope. And every time, I'm still like, are they going to get that card through the door? Right. Like, right. Is it going to happen? Uh, and, and, of course, lest we forget that the entire movie ends with, like, Ve- Leia standing there being yeah. digitally recreated with the help of a body double. Mm-hmm. But how beautiful, right? I also cried during that. But I was already yeah. crying from the Vader scene. I was so happy. I was so overjoyed. <laughs> it was, I was weeping. Anyway. It was good. It was, it's like the things you, as a Star Wars fan, it's those moments that are so like, they're like a gift. They're fleeting and precious. Yes, because as a fan, you love what you've, you've got. Like if you're an original trilogy fan, you have that love for that. If you're a sequels fan, a prequels fan, whatever you grew up with is yeah. very dear to your heart, right? And so we all have our head cannons and mm-hmm. our wishes of what we could someday see, you know, mm-hmm. but maybe you'll get a piece of fan art that looks like what you've always wanted. I wish. So to see something happen like this, that's like in canon, fully cinematic, full budget behind it. Totally. It just, it's such a rewarding gift. And it is. It is. I feel it's so silly to feel so grateful for it, but like, Well, and not only that, but we're talking about a murder scene. And it's like kind of, it's, it's, there's a duality here of like, it's so great. We love watching it. It's the most amazing scene, except everyone dies. Like, it's awful. It's It's so awful. But that's the beautiful juxtaposition. Like, it's the Vader we always wanted that we got hints of, but we never saw. And they did it in like how many minutes? A minute and 50 seconds. That's all how, you know, give or take. But that's how long the scene is, and that's all that's needed. That's how well done yeah. it was. Yes. Less is more. 
You don't have to overdo it, make it heavy-handed. I think it was perfect. It was like what he described. It's definitely that perfect balance. And not everyone is able to achieve that. So it's like super kudos to him for... I, I, I like him. I think he's a great director. So good. <laughs> and he's got a little cameo in... Uh, is it The Last Jedi? Yeah, he's, he's in it. He's in one of those trenches. Yeah, where crate, he touches right? touches the the soil cool. and licks it, and he goes, mmm, salty, which everyone was saying is a comment about the audience. Because <laughs> we're all very salty. I do not disagree. Yeah, yeah. I'm salty. <laughs> I, I, I'm salty. <laughs> I think Edward should have, Gareth Edwards should have been invited yeah. to do more. Because I think I he's do, I fantastic. Do and maybe he was. We don't know. But That's um, true, but... It would be sweet if he did the Andor series. He, that would that would actually that makes the most sense, huh? Yeah. He, I guess Gareth Edwards, um, he chose the final escape sequence to give himself a small cameo role. Really, I don't know which one he is. He says, "quote I wanted to have a cameo in the film because I love Star Wars so much, but I was saving it for the right thing." So he's in that scene somewhere. Lucky. In the hallway with Vader? That's what it says. I have to rewatch it and see if I can recognize him. I mean, it's his quote, so. Lucky bastard. No. <laughs> hey, when you're the director, you could do whatever you want. I would totally put myself in that scene. I would want to be the one cut in half. <laughs> I'm like, I volunteer. <laughs> Listen, if I'm going to get completely just mowed down by Vader, I want to be thrown to the ceiling, held there by his force abilities and then just sliced in half <laughs> this is like how i want a viking funeral this yes. is how <laughs> i want a bitter hallway death <laughs> lest we forget that i did the the damn um with my two very very best friends i did the um the the virtual reality experience at oh, yes. uh down in florida <laughs> Yeah. And Vader steps out towards you. I mean, this is virtual reality, so he's literally coming towards you. And I, li- I just dropped the prop gun that they get, the blaster that they gave us, and I said, take me! And I'm shouting this into a void of nothing. And my two <laughs> friends, I can hear them laughing next to me, even th- like through the sound and the blasting and all the like. And I'm just, that would have been fine by me. So, <laughs> What a way to go. What a way to go. Anyway, the purpose of all of this is to get the damn Death Star plans to Leia. But did you know, here I am coming at you with another fact, <laughs> that they didn't really have a prop to go off of, that thing that Leia sticks into R2-D2. I guess there's yeah. no prop that remains from A New Hope. Interesting. So all they had to go off of was like the Blu-ray image, that screenshot of her like zoomed in, her hand giving it to R2-D2. <laughs> And so they were like, well, it kind of looks like this, so let's try and fashion something close to it. And now they like, I would love to have that as a prop in my fan room. Oh, yeah. That would be, be awesome. So cool. You know, it's funny because in the like the radio drama and even in the book, because I'm actually rereading the original book, um, they call them the tapes. The tapes have been oh. recorded. Oh. And I was like, oh, that's cute. How, how 70s of them. <laughs> like, yeah, right? <laughs> Yeah, I remember tapes. I so I can't hate. Hey, I, I grew up with tape. 
<laughs> I mean, it's it's technically. I mean, it looks like. I mean, not to age myself, but it looks like a floppy disk drive. Yes, it does. A floppy disk that you put into a disk yeah. drive. Oh, I had I had those for one year in college. I had those, and then everything changed. And you could buy a one gigabyte um, thumb drive. They called it right. For like a yeah. hundred dollars per gig. They were so gig. expensive. I know. Yeah, God. it was nuts. Yeah. How much it do you think crazy. the Death Star plans would run if it was, <laughs> if it was in today's <laughs> currency? Well, it depends. Are they a full terabyte or not? Because that's a good. That's a good question. Yeah, it's probably not that expensive, depending on. Probably not. I mean, they're just architectural plans, right? <laughs> With a secret embedded in them. Yeah, but it's still like a picture. That's true. <laughs> it's just a, it's just a, a damn, uh. It's oh, a PDF. It, that's all it is. <laughs> Edwards made sure to include only things Vader has done, like we mentioned earlier. Like, they didn't mm-hmm. reinvent anything or give him new mm-hmm. powers. The sequence were all things that have been done in previous films. Force choking, levitating people levitating objects slashing with a lightsaber and uh that's it i think that covers what about it. riding on the top of a tie fighter like he did in rebels that was a bit extra the entrances <laughs> of a skywalker no no <laughs> bounds <laughs> as long as the cape is swishing luke's always wearing a cape when he makes his dramatic entrances yeah <laughs> it's a thing it runs in the family I don't know that Leia ever wore a cloak, but she had that, she had that, she um, had like the hood. She had that collar, popped collar in The Last Jedi that was real Oh yeah, fierce. that was great. I love that, fierce. how it like wrapped around her yes. face. Yeah, oh, okay, that so was great. Okay, so the same two friends I was talking about down in Florida, you know who you are. I know you listening. They have a chihuahua <laughs> who oftentimes buries herself in her bed and has a blanket. And uh-huh. only, like, the bottom half of her face is covered. And I will get a text saying, it's Leia. It's <laughs> Leia from The Last Jedi with her popped collar. And I can see the resemblance. <laughs> yeah. Being a damn princess queen diva. general. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Galactic diva. Yes. Yes. Somebody like make that. a sticker with that, with her hair on it or we'll something. We'll do it. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> we... You and I are galactic divas, bitch. That's right. I mean, I'm staying at the Star Cruiser Hotel down in Florida in April. I will officially be a galactic diva after that shit. Seriously. Oh, my God. Please send me lots of pictures. I will also be very poor afterwards. (laughs) All seven of us staying there will be. I know. You got to win the lotto if you want to go to that hotel. If, if you had to narrow it down to one moment in that hallway that was your favorite moment, <laughs> what would it be? Could you do it? I don't know if I can. I mean, there are a several moments in there that I mm-hmm. I love. I would say, though, that yes. like, the moment where he pulls all the guns out of everyone's hand and just, like, slashes his way through the people, that, that moment, I was just, like... Holy shit, they're going for it. They're really doing it. They went all in, and they did it so well. Yeah. That would be mine. As much as I love the guy getting cut in half, I mean, it's all the pomp I want. 
from my <laughs> Sith so, Lord. So terrible. I know it's awful. My favorite part, because it gets me every single time, is the rebel person, the rebel guy, who's pounding on the door saying, help us. Yeah. That is, whoever that man is, and I'm sorry I don't know his name right now, thank you, sir, for making that so believable. Yeah. But could you imagine being an actor in the hallway scene with that coming towards you? It wouldn't be fake. I would be afraid anyway. (laughs) Oh, yeah. When I was playing my VR Vader game, the door opens and Vader walks right up to you. I Yeah, it was scary. It was actually really scary. Visually, he's extremely imposing. He's huge. He's like seven feet tall. Yeah, because his metal legs and all that shit. But like, yeah. Then you add the what he's doing, and he's doing so effortlessly, mm-hmm. so conditioned. You know. Yeah. A master at his craft, all in one hallway scene. Yeah. Thank you, Gareth. <laughs> my God, thank you, all of you. Thank you. From the bottom of my blackened heart. (laughs) Thank you. Your stone cold heart. I love a good hallway murder scene. (laughs) That's terrible. That's a good place to end it. That's a great place to end it, yes. Okay. (laughs) The question for our viewers and listeners and lovers this week is... If you had to pick one moment from that hallway scene, what were you most impressed with? What what scared you? Tell us. Yeah, I like that. All right, next week we are doing another Q&A. We had a really good time on our 20th episode. We did a question and answer, a listener question and answer. And we're going to reprise that on our 40th episode starting next week. 4-0. I can't believe we've already done 40. It's almost been a year. Oh, God. Our, our one-year anniversary is going to be so awesome. I'm excited. It's going to be really The fun. timing of it is so perfect. If you follow us on social media, you know why. <laughs> Kenobi something or other? I don't Kenobi know. Kenobi something or other? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So more Q&A is coming your way. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Most Things Kenobi podcast. Remember to follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. And don't forget to rate us on Spotify and Apple. It is super easy and every review helps. So please consider leaving us a review. Plus, you can always find us over at mostthingskenobi.com. So until next time, my space twin, may the force be with you. Always. Always.